Welcome to episode 11 of my very Kavolt podcast, The Legend of PJ Famicom. On this show, I let my computer randomly pick songs for my solo albums. I explain them a little bit and play the track for you. Our first song today is called Vocabulary, from the Diamond Rainbow. It's the sort of social commentary type song that I don't think I would feel right writing in this place and time. I've always been aware that there are a select group of people who consider themselves socially radical simply because they found an excuse to blame all of their problems on other people, while indeed they've been granted many privileges. Instead of taking advantage of those privileges, they just fuck off like their friends and blame their peers for the fact that they aren't achieving the American dream. Anyway, this song was recorded on my Tascam 4-track on the back porch of 165 MLK. I might have recorded the vocals into my computer since they do sound compressed. I do think this is a good song. Let's listen. Vocabulary. Has anyone ever This next song does have some premise to it. In 2007, John Manning's label, Lost Sound Tapes, put together a set of seasonal splits. Every split tape in the four-tape set was supposed to be focused on a different season of the year. My split was with Rebecca Redmond's watercolor paintings, and our season was to be summer. I think most of the other artists on the seasonal splits went on to achieve far more fame and fortune than me. That's fine. I was a seriously starving artist in Florida, and most of those other musicians lived out west. I had the riffs to this song written before moving to Florida. The only lyrics I had for it were, Pretty Pretty Baby. My first night on Pomar Street with Luca, Evan, and Matt, we met our neighbors. They were drinking rum, smoking dubers, and probably hitting the booger sugar. Our new friend Missy was hula hooping. I decided that I liked Florida a lot and finished writing this song. It's about hula hooping, not playing basketball. At the time, I was really into the music of Little Wings, so I figured it might not be so bad to write a few laid-back songs. Evan and Matt definitely sang backup vocals on the track. I don't think Luca ever sang on one of my songs. Maybe someday. Let's check out this jam. It's okay. I, 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 I.
party. And it's okay. It's okay. It's outside on a soft, summer's song today is called The Rotten Fruit of My Love from The Wandering Floret Part 1. I'm not going to lie. Life is weird when you're addicted to cigarettes and you can't afford to pay for that addiction. It's like you're constantly glued to others and waiting until it's appropriate to ask for another one. It's like you're constantly in debt to the people you're close to. You will do anything for them, but you are dying to have a true addiction-free moment by yourself. You have eight albums to write, after all. Let's do this. The Rotten Fruit of My Love. I want to give you all my heart But it's getting used by everyone but me So I say I'm just no use
isn't that right? Song four today is called How Are the Rest of Your Songs Lying? From Everyone Else in My Band is Romantic. The funny thing about this song is I showed my younger sister how to play the main riff on piano. Then she played it for communion during church. Then one time I played it on guitar for communion during church years later. In 2011 and 2012, I played bass in the church band, you know, mainly so I could take the bass guitar home and use it on my albums. One time I had to play guitar and sing and lead the praise band for Christmas songs. It was horribly uncomfortable since I was used to telling audiences to fuck off and doing power slides. That was when I played the riff from this song during communion. It seemed right. Anyway, this song is more or less about my artistic philosophy, if you will. Many things that are considered great usually come from fortunate accidents. Many times, truly creative people have their work stolen and capitalized upon by less creative people who are more rich and more famous. I don't want to make popular music for the leeches of the world. I want to make art because I love doing it and because I want to inspire the people I believe in. However, most things that are good and pure are easily used for ill purposes. I don't think that can be stopped. About the song, though, I really like how the MIDI drums and keyboards worked out at the end of the track. It doesn't sound as lame as I vaguely remember it. Let's give it a listen. How are the rest of your songs lying? Sunday, the weather is good. I
song today is going to be kind of hard to talk about. My first guitar-oriented solo album was called Memories on Index Cards. It was before I decided to call my project Super Famicom with hopes of someday having a band. So the album was Memories on Index Cards by PJ Vercruci. For some reason, I really wanted to record the album on a microcassette recorder. I'd recorded and bounced many tracks with my dad's old Panasonic cassette boombox. I'd even record a lot of stuff on my computer. For some reason, the dream of a microcassette recorder promised the consistency I was seeking. I was going to give up on starting a punk band or a metal band or whatever and make an album of acoustic guitar music. I had many ideas about different types of solo tapes I would do and send into Maximum Rock and Roll for years to come, but none of those ideas sounded very good. Then I saw Dashboard Confessional Unplugged on MTV. Chris Caraba's entire audience was made of college-aged girls, and they all sang every word to every one of his songs. He did sing in their vocal range. Regardless, that's when I knew. I had to do acoustic emo music. I did really want a girlfriend, someone to fall in love with and steal kisses with, someone who is saving herself for me and all that Christian stuff. Anyway, my mom gave me a ride to Walmart to buy a microcassette recorder. The General Electric microcassette recorder was like $28, and I was like 18 cents short. My mom wouldn't give me 18 cents to help me out, so I took the 18 cents from her purse and bought the tape recorder. She was totally furious. You should have seen how she looked at me and called me a jerk. Maybe I was a jerk. I was freshly 16. Anyway, the track we're about to listen to is called Pig Pen. It was originally called This Is Not A Punk Song, that I played with my friend Carlos. We had been trying to start a punk band called The Queefs, but we didn't have any prospective drummers. So I just used our emo-sounding song from The Queefs and put it on my first acoustic guitar album. I told you I'm kind of bad like that. If I don't have a band that can play my song better than I can play it, I usually end up just doing it myself and putting it on my own album. Anyway, let's listen to this track, Proto Super Famicom. The song is called Big Ben. This hand holds me down and keeps me away from the only feeling that I want to stay. I always mess up, I don't do anything right, and there's hardly even a fight. I'm so dirty. No one really knows me They have each other They belong I'm covered with flaws I do everything wrong All I want is a place for me To live as who I want to be I'm so dirty No one This hand holds me down and keeps me away from the only feeling that I want to stay. 
always mess up, I don't do anything right And there's hardly even a fight I'm so dirty, no one really knows me Well, thanks a lot for listening. The next episode, we're going to play songs from Texas. My Split with Noah Eagle, Emily Songs 2, The Diamond Rainbow, and My Split with Fire Island AK. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye.